Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. It's like when you feel attacked by a sign. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, okay. It's uh, like, yeah, it's like when you go, to, you used to go to Century 21 and there was a tops and bottoms sign. And you're like, I, I beg your fucking pardon. <laughs> is there a verse sign? This How is fucking offensive. dare you label me? I want to be able to flex in between, damn I mean, it. That's the whole point of being gay. <laughs> the realtor's like, I'm sorry, what are you saying? I, not, I, meant, I mean... I, that's not what I meant. Can what I get I pre-approved? Anyway. That's what I meant to what say. What I was trying to say is. We have, we, uh, okay, I feel like we're coming in so hot because we have not seen each other for a week and it's almost like and stories are building yeah. up and up and up. So let's start at the top. Okay. You went to Stick It In Labor I did, Day. Okay. Tell <clears throat> me about Stick It In. So <clears throat> we went to Stick It In and um, <laughs> so it's a, for those who don't know, it's outside of Berryville or in Berryville. And um, it's a little bed and breakfast it's called the Stick It In. And in the back, it's called Stick It In the Rear because where the cottages are. And <laughs> I love it. So I, rented I love this, a theme. So I rented this cottage. And um, and by, I mean, it's just a small place. They just call it the cottage. Yeah. So you, you show up and I'm like, this is cute. And you, you go into the cottage and. Um, it's like overgrown. It's almost a, it's a little bit like the beginning of a Stephen King film when you're like, this is so cute. What could possibly go wrong? Right. right. Okay. Um, and then a meteor comes from the sky and then I touch it and I'm just covered in fur. For some, but then I think the that's fog rolls show. into town and a mystery guy shows up with a cane and then, <laughs> and then it ends like really, it peters out like right. every Stephen King. Just like King really film. hard rain. Um, so it all seemed fine um, until I wanted to get some coffee and i was like I'll, marks i'll be right back i march over and um there's no one in line I'm uh-huh. like perfect and as soon as i get to the window i'm like hi and then, then i hear he's like one second and he gets on the phone oh. and stays on the phone no now i'm the only customer and we're at a bed and breakfast which doesn't really seem too bustling because now you don't really get a lot of the amenities wherever you're going. No. Right? So yep. there's no like pool, there's no hot tub, there, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you kind of expect that, you know. Customer service gonna be like, would make Hold up. on a second. No, I can talk. No, I'm just <laughs> No, I'm just at work. Why? What's going on? Oh, you want to play words with friends? Oh, yeah. No, I can listen. Oh, you just wrote an essay? Oh, read it to me. <laughs> no, I can. Yeah, go ahead. No, there's someone in line, but that's okay. I literally was like the only person there. And I was sitting there, I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking with me right now? Because it just kept, it got to the point where I was just like, should I sit down and wait? Should I leave? Should I? Should I sift through this Harper's Bazaar? It really, <laughs> like, wow, McCall's is really, that's a striking article. I, I guess did so. good housekeeping. Right. Who knew? I'm like, mm, YM, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old magazine. Wow. <laughs> Someone needs to update the street. Jesus, material. <laughs> somebody needs to update our references. Why am the worst part I is don't I know. knew what it was. I even how that even fucking came into my brain right because now. This is what's gonna happen. 
happen on our deathbed. What's wrong with me? We're going to be going, reunidio nice. So, <laughs> so nice. <laughs> and the, the nurse is going to be like, I think they're in like the fourth stage of Alzheimer's. They're saying things that does, they're speaking in tongues. It's like, phase five. They're time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Their superintendents are like, no, honey, Briunidi is this. And then they bring it to us. My, if my last words on this earth are Vianetta, I, I am totally <laughs> fine with that. So so the stick it in guy sounds like the Italian coffee man. So then, thank you for bringing that. So then yeah. I said, um, do you have iced coffee? Well, we have Americano. And I said, huh? So we, Americano, and then we can throw some ice on it. I'm like, so all you have to say is no. Because I don't really know what I'm, I think I, it's I know Americano it, is just, it's espresso. Right. With water. Okay. <laughs> I've, you I don't just, know this? Well, I don't know this. I've because, had six today. Because it looks like, like the person that waited on me was like from one of those USA Network cast of guys, like the long hairish kind of like, I'm a pseudo hippie, but I make a lot of money. I, it's one of those things. Right from central casting. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so you kind of just assume like, it's like when people don't have Coke or Diet Coke or or Pepsi, they have like, like I'll have a Coke. Is RC Cola okay? You're like, Ew. what? <laughs> Wait, so he's like the Kirkland of people. I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I said, well, do you have, um, well, okay, I won't. Do you have hot coffee? Well, we have, and they say something else. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I like that he gives you an option that's nowhere near it. He's like, well, you have Earl Grey tea. We have, we have a caramel, caramel macchiato. I'm like, no. I said, well, so I'm like across this tiny little highway. I'm like, does that place, will that place have iced coffee then? No, I don't know. Now, let me tell you something. There are not a lot of establishments around, right? Around where this buried, like this Resort, uh, resort, resort. This in, this in is like there's literally like a diner where I'm probably gonna get gay bash and I'll probably be in the floorboards, and then there's this place where you get coffee, and I can see it from across the street because when someone is selling coffee, for it's some reason it's like window. it's like, you know, fifty font, uh-huh. you know, from across the street. I'm like, so do they have coffee? I don't know. What about that? And I'm just like, but what? Yeah, I'm like, window. so what do you mean you don't fucking know? You live here. I know, I know, I don't look at. Are you, are I'm you fine. okay? I'm fine. Do I you just like. I was it? just like, this is. And then I went back to my Stephen King room. So like, you open up the window and there's like a stack of leaves outside the the window. So that's what's blowing in. Oh. To the. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die here. And I'm like, let's watch some TV. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> they have DVDs. I'm like, a DVD player. <laughs> How does it even work? I'm like, this can't possibly work. And then I. Pop it open. I'm like, Clue? What? So I'm they have, never leaving. They have Clue on DVD. I'm like, what the fuck? What else do they have? And I open up the cabinet, and I'm not... Dolly Parton's straight talk. I'm like, what are the fucking odds? I just bought the, the soundtrack to Dolly Parton's straight talk with James Woods because they strike up a romance Wait, because he's what? a journalist. And I'm like, what are the odds that these two movies are in this two movies that I, I one is a cult following and the other one, it's just a, a following. It's just a, someone's follow. I apparently followed it, and I watched them both, and I made Marcus watch them both. He's like, what is this movie all about? This feels like the Hotel in the Ring.
So I just, I need to talk to you about this because I'm sort of obsessed. My cousin uh, bought a, a historical registered house in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Like, so C-Town, historic home, like it's in all of the books of Newburyport being like, this is a place that's historic. She has a two-year-old daughter. Two-year-old daughter says to her the other day, John Buck is here and he wants to play with me. I'm but assuming he's not. John Buck is not a porn star that lives nearby. Oh. No. She's seeing somebody in the house. Is it And serious? his name is John Buck. And she's describing what he looks like. Two-year-old kid. So my cousin goes and looks this up online. And God damn it, if that was not John Buck's house. How did he die? Did he die in the house? We don't have details on that. We're, we're, we're looking for the details. I think we need to do a serious Ancestry.com, and there is not enough sage on this planet that would Ow. keep me in that home <laughs> with a two-year-old who is talking to a dead sea captain. There's two things wrong. Number one. Just two? They have the kid. So <laughs> kids will kill you. Okay, but it's there. We and can't do anything. number two, ghost in your house. So you either get rid of the kid or you sell the house or do both. And then you just definitely be free. That's fun. I mean, I'm all for that option, but she's also pregnant again. So this. Oh, my God. I know. Is it hers? Yes, it's 100 percent. I don't know if it's John Bucks. I don't know who the father is. (laughs) She's like, but I how am I? I like one month, one month she's pregnant. And like the next month she's ready to give birth. They're like, well, that was fast. (laughs) Now push. I'm not even dilated. Listen, John Fuck. I mean, Buck. <laughs> you were great last night. What are you talking about? I just got home. Oh, what? my God. It's like that movie High Spirits with Steve Gutenberg, a classic Daryl Hannah. If you don't know it, go back in the time machine I do. with us. Do I know it? Was of it at the stick it in? <laughs> So this kid is seeing him in the house, having conversations with him, and says that he dresses funny. So we're all like, well, what was he wearing? Like, he's clearly in this night, like 1800s garb, walking around, maybe even a nightshirt. What did What's he die in? again? John Buck. He's a sea captain in Newburyport, Massachusetts. So if anybody is listening and can get us some details on this, I've been looking for pictures of him and I cannot find him. But really, we have a family of half-believers and non-believers, like like... You either are a believer in my family or you're really not, and it is divided down the middle. It is the the Trump-Biden argument of 2020, God. which I'm sort of like, and it's it's the Yanni Laurel where I'm like, how can you people not him? believe? Yes, it's the sea <laughs> captain from The Simpsons. It's it's that double-peg-legged guy from Family Guy who's just like, <laughs> and he owns a, a red lobster or something. <laughs> but the details I of wanna. it, like what this kid... I mean, so there's a big just text chain going on. Okay, so this is the text that started. I mean, like, we've been talking about this before. So she's been seeing this ghost for a while. But then I got a text that said, oh, my God, guys, Lydia just asked if I'm going to hang out with John Buck. That's the guy who built our house in 1810. She also just said, John Buck pretends to live in this house. I mean, she's probably heard the name a million times with the kids or something from the parents. Uh But what the she's two years old. John Buck pretends to live in this house. He has funny clothes. Come on. 100% haunted. And I said, I, you know, I said, let me go in the house because I feel like the second I go in, 
I'm going to be able to feel that. Now, I have yes, the Tangina. thing. You know you how will. I feel. <laughs> and, but I, I know I have the ability to feel these things, but I turn the tap off because I'm terrified if I do, a ghost will latch itself to me. Sure. Why not? Uh, well, who wouldn't with this vessel? Right. <laughs> but I do think any ghost so is going to get in. So you're not Tangina. Like... You're the you're the, her friend that brings in Tangina. Yes, that redhead who drinks the whiskey. Right. Who I think is I think she won an Academy Award, and the amount of screen time she had was like less than five minutes. She won an Academy Award for not Poltergeist, but something else. <laughs> <laughs> so. The... <laughs> So just hold on to that dream. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But yeah, and I And if could... you go to my pelvic floor guy, you can cross him inside me. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like if I turned on this tap that could channel somebody, a ghost would get in my body. I'm not coming here again. I'm ta- but but honestly, they'd get in my body and be like there's no blood in here, you guys. Let's get the fuck we out. We got to go. This this thing is barely walking. I don't know why <laughs> the I ghost picked comes this to you like this body's haunted. We got to get out. Of here. <laughs> this body's pruned. I Did this body get embalmed from this the is ass? Gross. <laughs> it's just disgusting in here. It's going to get in there and be like this liver isn't even working. This thing is like a piece of jerky that's sitting in her back. Get out of here. Give me my phone. I need to yelp this. This is the worst body I've ever been in. <laughs> one star. <laughs> if I could rate this body less than one star, I would. I would. would. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been in a body this bad. And I've been to Niagara Falls. <laughs> And let me tell you what, once you've camped for two weeks and this body is not an improvement over it, do not recommend. Do not. This is the furthest thing from glamping I've ever been a part of. <laughs> well, so I said to the fam, I was like, let me go in the house. I feel like if I turn something on, I'm going to feel this. And I said, believe it or not, somebody died in my house. What house? This house. The one that I'm currently in? Literally right where you're sitting. <laughs> Shut up. Fuck off. Up. What are you fucking talking about? Is it her? <laughs> no, Is it her? No, no. <laughs> that's 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 a Takaraska, which their only to, their careers died. Trying to close her eyes. <laughs> I, so here's the thing. This house built so wait, in someone died right here at the back Literally door. Literally where you're sitting. I'm not kidding. Jesus Christ. I got to <laughs> But Thanks nobody... for telling me a year <laughs> in. <laughs> well, we you moved the bodies. <laughs> you moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. We're gonna go back to Zoom oh, now. <laughs> You're never coming. And then he never again. came back. And he... <laughs> I feel like we've exercised this ghost. Well, when I first walked in, it, it's a historic feeling house. Our house, built in 1960, still smells like it's still maintained like it's 1960. And I walked in. And after going around it, great, great vibe. But I did say to my jewels, I was like, there's no spirits here. I can't feel anybody. Cut to the Christmas party last year where we foolishly invite the neighbors over (laughs) who then inform me, oh, she walks down, she sees the Maha'a lounge. She goes, wow, this is totally different. This used to be hospice care for the guy who lived here before. And I said, oh, really? She goes, yes, his bed was right there, right by the door. He died in here. While I was mixing drinks. Like, you just just hear, crash, crash. Everyone just screeches (laughs) to a halt. (laughs) Click. Party's over, everybody. Party's over. Running for the back door. Grab your coats. 
Come on, Gladys. We're out here. <laughs> guys, guys, there's pigs in a blanket upstairs, guys. Anybody? Hello? I howled. I literally spit take. I was in the middle of a cocktail. She tells me he died in this house. And, and so I share this with my family. And my mother's reaction on the text chain, do you feel him? Not and I anymore. said, could you please word that differently? He's soft. I don't feel him. <laughs> he <can't. laughs> He's hairy. He's small. Oh, no, wait. That's my Jules. I'm can, feeling the wrong guy. I can barely feel it inside. Let me feel him. What am I, what's the question? <laughs> I, Who wants a hot I'm sorry. What, what are we talking about? So, so, so I said, do you mean do I sense his presence? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I can't, can't feel anything. So I feel like. Because also the woman who lived here before she kept this house in pristine condition, I said, you know, 100%. She said to him, when you die, you pack up your ghost and leave. You clean up after yourself. You go on to the afterlife. Don't leave anything back behind here. This would explain why he is in this room. Yeah. Because she's like, the hell you're going to be up by my my Hunter Douglas. You're going to go downstairs. (laughs) And if you got to piss, you're going to piss on that cement floor. I'll see you in a week. What? Leave him in the base. And then <laughs> climbs up the four stairs, closes the door, and locks it. <laughs> Your nurse will come in through the garage. Good luck. See you in the afterlife. And may the odds be in your favor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> By the fucking back door. Yes. We'll so just... if he dies, just pull him out through the back door or through the garage. It's so I much won't easier to hoist when there's no stairs involved. <laughs> I've got jazzercise. I'll be, I'll be out. <laughs> I'll be upstairs doing the Clairol and doing a rinse on my hair if anybody needs me. Oh, I am obsessed with this haunting. So stay tuned. Next time I go back home, I am going to Newburyport. And I'm going to do a little, you know, uh, ghost hunters deep dive. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to keep myself open and see if John Buck wants to hang out with me in his funny clothes in 1810. (gasps) I'm going to take a breath, a cleansing breath. Please do. Hi, I'm your whoring gig, y'all. She's channeling some Tina Turner. I'm channeling, I'm channeling a welcome to Dear Pod, (laughs) goddammit, the comedy advice podcast. (laughs) I am your host, uh, Candace Cameron Bure's husband, Valerie Bure. Yeah. Oh, Valerie Raspberry Bure. Raspberry Bure. Well, and who are you? Christy Yamaguchi. <gasps> and yes. we're coming to you from the haunted Maha <laughs> Bar in the beautiful pineapple, not cleansed ranch. Can I hear it? Excuse me. I happen to be passing. I thought you might like some coffee. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Well, won't you sit down? Thank you. Cream? No, thank you. I take it black. Like my man. A classic film. Airplane. It would never be made these days. Never. It would never get the green light. But we can look back to the 1970s with disgust and entertainment. I love it so Uh, So this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you our comedy advice podcast where we reread the articles from days of yore when other people were haunted 
by the ghosts of bad hairdos, uh, the advice columns of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. So please follow us online on your social media at Dear Pod Official on your Instagram, your Twitter, your Face Place. Check out our website where we have every last a uh, wonderful episode. We're, we're approaching 75, am I right? Correct. We're almost at our, we're reaching 100 real fast, yo. So we have them all categorized, ready for you to just binge on dearpodofficial.com. If you want to reach out to us with an advice question, please do so, dearpodofficial at gmail.com and give us money. God damn it, we need it on our Patreon subscription, which is patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash dearpodofficial. We have two different subscriber levels, each giving you plenty of love, the $3, the $5 uh, a month for extra quality comedy content, which is what we're giving you every damn week. Oh, now that that's out of the way, I feel better. I've released myself. Um, I'm going to wait till I get home to release myself. <laughs> it's full release, and I'll tell you what, I'm excited because tonight, just like the previous night, I am going to be performing this evening in an abandoned Sears parking lot. I thought you were at a drive-in. It is the drive-in. I'm confused. We're taking any space that we can. So, honest to God, it ended up being a hysterical, fun, really cool show. They set up um, like a concert stage in the middle of a space. And it just so happens that Sears has gone under and this space is available. So what you do is you perform live in this parking lot of Sears. People come, they park their cars. You have the option of either parking and sort of tailgating where you can come out. You can set up some <clears throat> some chairs. <laughs> God, I'm dying. Set up some chairs outside of your CRV or your mm-hmm. Civic or your Camry or whatever. And you can watch the show live right there in the parking lot. Or if you just want to watch it from the comfort of your own car, you can do so while somebody is videotaping the stage and it is being broadcast on a huge screen behind you. So where else to do this? Where are you going to find this kind of room in New Jersey if not an abandoned Sears parking lot? Yeah. And uh, you get a free Lancome gift for every 30 jokes that are made. Laughing when Are I you saw serious? no, of course not. It's a Sears, it's an abandoned Sears, and the A is kind of busted on the sign, and I am performing underneath it, and I am dying going, you know, my agent tried to book me on the coal circuit, and next week I will be at an abandoned Walgreens if anybody wants. I it's a shame that Sears is closed because I could have gotten my tires rotated while I was there. You still can. and maybe a fancy Kenmore appliance. And all the lights are still on, and somebody did bring up the good point of, like, who's paying the electric bill at Sears? That's a good point. It's creepy, because you look in, and it's just like like half a mannequin. Sad. It's always half a mannequin in an abandoned store. Poor Kim Cattrall. <laughs> just the bottom half of Kim Cattrall <laughs> is sitting there waiting for comedy. And I'm doing it again tonight. So, But also, when you got up, they encouraged people, since they were in their cars, since we couldn't heard the la- hear the laughs, to honk. So when you get up and you tell a joke and 60 cars start honking at you, my sphincter tightened because my Minus first reaction right when I hear a honk 
is to get angry. So it's like, I tell a joke, people like it, but then I'm like, fuck off! Because I'm instantly like, I'm trying to merge here! <laughs> You're like doing comedy for the, the cast of Cars, the Pixar movie. <laughs> and trying to do crowd work and being like, hey, where are you from? Your Camry says Route 22 Honda. Oh, <laughs> Mazdas, am I right? And then, you know, one guy was doing his his set and somebody's alarm went off and I was like, God, he's really killing it. He's nailing it. He's really nailing it. (laughs) He is crushing. I can't compete with that guy. Bursts into flames. Wow. He really, that was great. I didn't know rape jokes went over that well. (laughs) But but here we are. All right. Here we are. And I'm doing it again tonight. I'm actually really excited about it. This company is called cinemadriveins.com. Check it out because I think it's a cool thing that they're doing. It totally is. That's awesome. Totally bizarre. And they have different events so you can go and watch a movie but you can see live comedy or you can see they had like a metallica cover band which i thought oh that is right in the pocket for jersey yeah tailgating a metallica cover band in an abandoned sears parking lot (laughs) there is nothing more 2020 than that no so speaking of sears the topic this week at long last is shopping shopping did you have a sears was that close to you of course we did that's where I would get my back-to-school finest gear because then my mother could pick up a Kenmore appliance, sure. my father could get his tires done, and I could get my uncomfortable, itchy back-to-school clothes sure. all in one stop. Our Sears was ginormous. Yeah. Um, I think they're dismantling it right now, but it yeah. was huge. It's sad to see the giants <clears throat> fall. However, I cannot shop online. I am not an online shopper of clothing. Okay. I need to be able to touch, to try on. I agree. Otherwise, you're going to get, like, micro-suede. Exactly. I need to be, I'm very tactile. Yep, I hear you. But now, what are your options? And when you go into certain places, like, sometimes dressing rooms are open and sometimes they're not, we all can't get on board with anything consistent. I'm always hot when I shop. And I think they do it on purpose, to get me out. To get you out of your clothes? To get me out of there. Oh. (laughs) The gays are coming. (laughs) Pipe Turn, it up to 95. Turn off the share. Make it we feel like hell. Oh, yes. This week we are talking about shopping, which we will have much to discuss. Why don't you um, kick us off? Okay. Did you have a hard time finding articles? I did. Um, so bear with me. Okay. Um, I was really hoping for like some really intense shopping, but then it kind of veered off. Okay. All so right. So here's what we got. This is from the Courier Journal, Louisville, Kentucky. January 16th, 1976. Dear Abby, I understand that they now have a doll on the market that looks like a flat-chested preteen girl until you twist her arm. Then she grows an inch or so and sprouts a bust. Abby, what kind of toy is this? Do you think children young enough to play with dolls should know about such things? With Where, where will all this end? Next thing you know, there will be a, a boy doll that'll become a man when you... Tw- oh, <laughs> when, there is already a doll arm, like that. <laughs> when his arm is twisted. <laughs> I think toys of this kind should be outlawed. Please print your opinion in this paper. Maybe others would like to, like to comment. Signed, Disgusted in Cleveland. Dear Disgusted, I see nothing wrong with a child's knowing that preteen girls develop into shapely young women. And a huge hard-on erection doll is just what I ordered. <laughs> And where can I buy that boy doll? Asking for a friend. (laughs) We've talked about this. Have we? But not on your side. There was an article, a dear Abby 
Was this the hair doll? I mean, doll? there was a, a, an Ann Landers article. No, this is the one that, like, you pump her arm and then she gets boobs because the big joke was, why can't that happen with me? Ah, uh, yes. Remember, I was like, I keep, I just keep lifting my right arm up and down and up and down and I'm still a negative A cup. I, the idea that one would get a weenus, though. If there was a weenus doll, I mean. There is a weenus doll. Probably in like the gay men's. I was section. about to say, if we go down to Christopher Street right now, both these dolls exist. I'm sure. Well, I don't know about the girl doll, but definitely the Dick doll. And this was what 1970s, if his name was Dick? so because it was, you know his name would be Dick. <laughs> his name would be John Buck. <laughs> what? You live in my house? Mattel is Ken. I don't want to. Li- I don't want to sleep with Hasbro you. Hasbro has the Dick doll. <laughs> I picture the guys at Hasbro being like, "All right, guys, here's the thing." Mattel has got a Ken doll, but what I'm thinking is we make a doll that instantly springs up to seven inches. Ken doesn't have a dick, so let's just call this doll (laughs) Dick. See if anyone catches on. (laughs) It's the best way to compete. Uh, The best part is he's scented. Ew, vanilla. And this is a 1970s doll, which means that everything is going to be very on natural. Oh, yeah. So he should really smell like Pierre Pierre Cardin. Wait, have you purchased anything weird other than other than a bike? Um, let's see. The major purchases online. Um, I mean that you know, like because like everyone in a pandemic now is like, I need to buy. You know, no one has bought this much toilet paper, paper products, or like hand sanitizer. And then now everyone's like, well, I bought. You know, I bought a bread maker, which like a lot of people are making their own bread. I don't really understand it. And then, yeah, remember when everybody hated gluten last year and was right. like allergic to it? And then now everyone is like, a pandemic happens and you're like, marshmallow can't man. get enough all purpose flour. Right. Uh, yeah, people are buying weird things. Also, because I feel like we're getting bored, we're spending more time online. And if you're lo- on a dull Zoom, the, the, the longer we're in it, the more they're like, you know, I, uh, I bought a life size risk board game. You know, like it's just, yeah. Uh, odd shit. Once that sweet stimulus check came through, I was like, inflatable turkey, click buy. <laughs> Thank you, Amazon. And Amazon is off the chain now because the second that that they came up with, Jeff Bezos is evil, came up with the buy now as opposed to add to cart, it takes out that extra step of you hesitating to purchase something stupid. Odd. Ah, oh, well, speaking of Kentucky which is where your article was from. Mine is from the Paducah Sun, Paducah, Kentucky, May 25th, 1961. Shopping sort of like fishing. Dear Ann Landers, no problem, just a question. My wife's pet hobby is spending the day going through antique shops. I'm not complaining, mind you. She's a sensible person and never spends more money than she should. But almost every evening when I ask her what she did during the day, she replies, I went antique shopping. I ask her what she bought, and she says, nothing. Why do women call it shopping if they don't buy anything? Signed, Mere Man. Dear Mere, have you ever heard of men who go fishing? Well, same thing. Ann. Fair enough. I don't I understand agree. fishing either. I do. Oh, I hate fishing. No, I will never. You will never catch me dead fishing. I don't understand that. I really don't. I don't need to. First of all, I never want to. I never really want to go fish, and like to sit there and not talk for hours. Oh my god! And that's the point of it, right? Because you don't want to scare the fish. Could you picture if you put me on a fishing trip? No. 
Or what if it was just like you and I, they're like, Aaron and Patrick, you're supposed to go fishing. Remember, you're not allowed to speak because you're going to frighten the fish. We were just looking at each other and it was just like, we're just waiting for one of our heads to fucking explode. (laughs) I'm not supposed to say anything, but. And then it was like, shut up. I would explode. You were the canoe. (laughs) And then a fish would go close to the boat and be like, oh my God, a fish Aaron, you got it. You got it. That fucking fierce fish. Oh my God, yes, yes, that's fish. so fishy. Yes, fish. Fishy fish. You guys, where'd all the fish go? Like in all of Lake Erie. That fucking Erie. queer ass boat over there just scared all the fish out of the way. Sorry. Size, oh tote size. They're so pretty. Like every fish in Lake Winnipesaukee actually just raises up out of the water. And I didn't know they could fly. I love me. Or like no one's no one's getting any fish and like beginners like you and I. It's like, holy shit. It's like a, a, what is a shark in oh this lake? God. I don't know. It's like red lobster. <laughs> Past the cheddar bay biscuits. This is amazing. Like, how did that redhead catch that? I don't know. Sexual energy? I don't know. 15th fish this size. <laughs> beginners luck. Sorry. Showed him a tits. It just jumped right in. They're like, well, that's not what. <laughs> that's not truth. That's not. If she maybe raised her arm up and down until she became a B cup. It must have been a gay fish because he pushed the back of his ass and his dick grew. Yes, queens. But I like to, I, I shop in the same way, which is just the act of going out, especially now that like things are opening up again. The mall is open. I'm not going there. This is, this is honest to God, one of the reasons why I feel like I've been so miserable, you know, aside from the world ending, sure. is in this pandemic, our only option was to go to Home Depot or Walmart. I wanted to kill myself because you just, all I wanted to do, and this is what I said to my jewels in the day, I just want to walk around and look at clothes. I want this relaxed experience as opposed to like, you get in, you get what you need, and you get out, and you get out quickly, and you don't look at me, you don't look at me in the eye, do you need hand sanitizer? Come back at 7 a.m., and you have 14 minutes in here. Where's your mask? (laughs) Get in, get out, get on with your life, don't look at me. Don't you have a list? Don't you have a list? What are you, aimlessly wandering? All right, you go to the left, I go to the right. And we we get what we need and we get out, we get home and then we cry and we we wash every cardboard box five times. (laughs) That was crazy. It's miserable. Like, that was miserable. I can't can't go back there again. I can't go back there. So the act of being able to just walk around leisurely and shop, in quotation marks. (sighs) You can't really do that so much... (laughs) In the city. No, no. No, because you're going to get pissed on. Well, that's... and there's nothing in Midtown. Anyway. There's not much that's really like, well, Upper West Side. I've been on the upper sides of Manhattan because yeah. the shows have been over there. And there's like some boutique stores open. But what I like is the stores now that's like only nine people allowed in the store. And it's like a radio shack. So nobody wants to go in there to begin with. You're like, nice try. You're like, you're lucky if you could get up to nine people to go in the store before the pandemic. Nice try. Sharper image. No one's one's going to fucking buy that vibrating chair. No one's biting, Brookstone. Relax. (laughs) No one has a Betamax, and no one needs a rewinder. There's no line forming down the block for you, okay? (laughs) We all know where our keys are. Listen, Spencer Gifts, (laughs) I can buy these dildos online. And a fiber optic light, absolutely. Hey, Rainbow, if I wanted my my clothes to start on fire, 
I'd call Drew Barrymore. List injustice for girls. <laughs> <laughs> this list could go on and on, and Lord knows it will. Do you have another article? <laughs> Who's in Hollister that you need to fight five other people? Anyone want to go to the buckle? It's two for one. <laughs> you guys are only letting six people in Torrid. They're only letting six people in. We're going to draw straws. It's going to be a fight. Who wants to go to the county seat? <laughs> what is <that? laughs> The county seat was like some You guys are only letting seven people in dress barn. And if you don't get a ticket at like eight in the morning, you're not going to get in this dress barn. <laughs> Real fight. CNC Music Factory is playing at Merry-Go-Round. Let's go. <gasps> CNC Music Factory. I still work out to them, by the way. Um, there is somebody who was wearing a Nina Cherry shirt the other day. <laughs> I really wanted to. I really, and it was a picture, an outline of Nina Cherry, and it said, I always hang in a buffalo stance. <laughs> Look, if anybody's out there listening and you appreciate the fact that me and Patty entirely live from 1985 to 1993, Please, God, find me this Nina Cherry t-shirt. Please do. <laughs> I won't rest until I can hang in a buffalo stance. And? I do the jive anytime we dance. <laughs> I'll give you love, baby. Not a romance. All right, next article. All right. I can tell that Jules is getting edgy. His hemorrhoids <clears throat> are flaring up. This is from the Arizona Republic, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. <laughs> Why? Why did you Jan- ask- January 31st. Why is Phoenix hot? What? Here we go. Dear Abby, my son, Adam, uh-huh. came home from Iraq for a two-week visit. He brought t-shirts for his father, sister, and me. They were last-minute purchases. Now my mother is furious that she didn't get a souvenir from Iraq. Our extended family is huge, and Adam didn't have room to bring something for everyone. No one else in the family is upset about it. They're just glad he came home healthy and safe. My mother complained to her sister, Irene, and Irene sent Adam a card in Iraq or ordering him to send my mother something. It upset him. He barely knows Aunt Irene. When I defended my son, my mother's mother said, I am the grandmother. I should have gotten something. I told her no one expected anything from him. Is she being unreasonable or am I? Signed, Proud Mom in Ohio. Dear Proud Mom, tell Adam that he is in my thoughts and prayers for a safe return from a dangerous tour of duty, which his grandmother apparently has confused with the sightseeing tour. Your son doesn't owe anyone a gift. His gift to the family will be his safe return. I don't think grandmother knows that he's not going to New York and needs a shitty I Love New York t-shirt for $2 down by the World Trade Center. What kind of souvenir are you going to get from Iraq? For for the record, you say Iraq, I say Iraq, and for the first half of this article, I thought you were saying my rack. Because whatever word before came before had the letter M, so it sounded like you said, she tried to get a gift from my rack. Oh, oh from Iraq. 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 What kind of gifts are you going to get from Iraq? <laughs> I just parked my Iraq Z out yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, man. Twisted what, sister. Sand, rocks, what are you getting? Are, who, and what kind of fucking grandparent is like, what? You know, that fucking grandmother should be in this hospice bed here in the corner of the. Of the <laughs> <laughs> no, bar. no, I don't want to be haunted. I don't. <laughs> 
what? She's like, did you bring me back a sand globe? <laughs> we could grab something in the airport for me at least. Keychain? I went Bullet? To, I anything? Went, <laughs> I went to war and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Anything at all? I love the idea of getting a souvenir from Iraq or like a war-torn country. I can, can you even Bumper imagine sticker? like... We're just happy he's home safe. It was very difficult. He lost like four friends. Well, I lost out on a t-shirt. I don't know about him. <laughs> like, I beg your pardon? I mean, oh it, I'm God. sure there was like, some kind of stand on the way back to camp. Am I right? You could have grabbed something anything, from a street anything. vendor. Anything. A salt and pepper shaker? An ashtray? Don't they have one of those like Moroccan souks? Don't they have <laughs> something like that over there? I mean, a lighter? A, a rug? A pen? Shoes. A notepad? Anything. Shoelaces? Keychain. You know, people that collect those decorative blue and white plates, it's a lot. Can you imagine if you replace that with teeth? I'm like, oh, look, at those, like, teeth hanging from your mouth. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like, it's a lot. This is Now, like... teeth, you could get in a rock. Like, I brought you back the teeth of my enemy. Mm. No t-shirts, huh? Bag Just of hair? <laughs> Nothing? Nothing available? It's a beard. I'm not going to lie, though. I do love a good souvenir. And I will always get souvenirs for people in the airport. I don't go any place out of my way. But on the way back from Ireland, yes, I got a, an assortment of duty-free whiskeys. Sure. You know, a T-shirt from the Guinness factory, which was from the airport. I don't know where people got this um, idea that someone's vacation is is a, like a shopping event for other people that didn't go. It is a good point, but I don't know where it started. But I know that every time—my father used to travel a lot for work, and every time he did— I would expect him to bring me back a really small, very painfully hard football oh. from every place he went. I know this because my brother pelted me in the head with a Washington, D.C. plastic football when that I was a kid. It. it left a dent. I still haven't gotten over it. It was frozen. He threw a lot of things at my head. It's a brother thing. Sure. Um, yeah, frozen burger patty. <laughs> uh, Caught it in your mouth. Soft. I know. That girl's amazing. She's amazing with that meat. Look at that. Aim. But yeah, souvenir. I don't know who first started the souvenir trade. But then again, it's like if you didn't go to Ireland, why would you want it in your house? But also, most of these things are bought in the airports. So all you ever have to do is go to the airport and not actually look around. And location. it's really not authentic anyway. There was one authentic thing I did bring back from Ireland. A um, leprechaun. Uh, yes, and he's still downstairs. He's pissed. And I feed him fish heads twice a day. And if he complains, I kick him in the throat. <laughs> Uh, no, I was climbing the cliffs of Hoth in Ireland. Sure. And um, I went to go hang on to a branch, and the branch ripped out from my hand, almost fell down the cliff. And I I still, I only just threw out that branch on this last move. I can't believe you threw out Michelle like that. <laughs> I was like, come up with another song, and maybe we can talk. But you only have that one stupid one. Yeah, held on to it, almost died. I thought... I'm going to keep this branch as my own personal souvenir. Didn't cost me anything, almost no. my life. Sure. But, you know, I like souvenirs that are weird like that. Give me a bag of hair. Tell me a story. <laughs> but don't just randomly get me a shirt that, like, says Barbados. No. Is Acapulco still a thing? Mm, are we allowed? A I don't think it still exists. Like, I don't oh. think the, the— Oh, that's what you're— Like, they renamed Acapulco. 
They did? Think about these weird locations that people would always go on their uh, honeymoons. Don't exist anymore. I would only really get these names from the love boat of where they were. Exactly. Acapulco, where are you? What was the other one that they're always docking at? I can't think of it right now. Yes. Uh, well, that Thank still you, exists. That is a huge gay. Um, of course, it is. Yes, Puerto Vallarta is a big gay resort. Really? Yes, I have clocked it. I said, I my friends, I will I be there you. soon enough. All right, I have one more article, and then we have to call my mother because Christ, we had so much to discuss today. So this is from the Edmonton Journal in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, December eighth, nineteen sixty-seven. Shopping shenanigans. Dear Ann Landers, my neighbor has gotten to the habit of doing her marketing with me. I have a car, and she does not. At first, I didn't mind helping her out, but now I'm getting sick of it because she does things that embarrass me. Last week, she stood in the fresh fruit and vegetable department and picked through four boxes of berries to put together a perfect box for herself. Then, she stuck her thumb through two tomatoes and a plum to make sure she was getting her money's worth. She is constantly accusing the butcher of short-weighting her, and once she walked behind the meat counter to get a close look at the scale. He told her to get back where she belonged, and they got into an awful argument. Yesterday, they advertised a special on chickens, and when we got there, they had run out. She made a scene, and everyone stood around as if it were a show. I walked out and waited for her in the car. This woman has done me many favors, and I want to reciprocate. But... Her antics are a bit too much. I'd like your advice. Signed, Blushing Beatrice. Blushing. Dear B, drive your friend to the store, lose her once you get there, and arrange to meet her at the car. If it will make you feel better, tell her what you're doing and why. It won't change her conduct, but it will make an honest woman of you. Ian! I had a similar art. I passed up on an article of like, I need to do shopping and they need to recruit someone. I could not think of something like. I don't do that. No. Shopping, like golf, is a solo sport and should only be done with a gay that sweats profusely in the heat. <laughs> I can't, thank you. I can't imagine like shopping with an older person when they just like pick up something like, ah, they're like, because they, there is no time uh-uh. for for older people. And then they like they look at something, they study it, they look at the label, they turn it upside down, they look at the next one, they, they look thump at the it. Ne- yeah, they're like, mm, mm. and you're just like, I'm gonna, you're never gonna get out of here alive if you Mm-mm. keep doing this. Especially a supermarket. Ugh. Supermarkets are time sucks. I never want. I I hate going into a supermarket. I'm in and out. I know exactly what I want. It takes me about twenty minutes. Yeah, but there's no such thing as in and out ever. Yes, there is if you do it right. No, especially in a Wegmans. Oh Christ! I went in there for mustard once, and I came out like unconscious and two hundred bucks in the hole. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I don't need all this bulk granola. I got Jim a Wegman, Wegman's t-shirt because he wanted a gift. It said, I just love Wegmans.com. Uh, yeah, it's never easy, especially if you know that you have to go to the deli counter. Like if I know I need to get deli items, I'm like, Ugh, I have to carve out three hours. No, It's not fun. Is that a total? Yes, I put one in front of you. Total Wine. Oh. Because when you, you spend... A no, we did. We bought a souvenir at Total Wine. I like buying souvenirs in my own hometown. 
Buying a souvenir at Wegmans, ShopRite, absolutely. The sad part is we have spent so much money at Total Wine, they said, we're giving you these glasses because we're afraid you're just putting straws in the wine bottles when you leave here. (laughs) So here, on behalf of Total Wine, put it in a glass. Put it in a glass. You know what else we can put in a glass? My mother. mother, Damn it. Let's call. Let's. It's time to call. Are we ready? Yes. Time to call my mother and find out maybe what the weather is like where she's standing, but more her shopping addictions. Hello. Oh, hello. 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 You interrupted a very intense conversation over here. How dare you call us? Well, you interrupted a nap. He's just jolted me right out of sleep. Good. I was awake at four o'clock this morning and I just fell asleep. Oh. We like you in that in-between haze because yeah. then yeah, you get well, real. Because all like the real information comes out. A exactly. little bit hazy. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to discuss lots of things with you today, but one of the yes. major things was that I told Patty that Emily's house is haunted. Okay. <laughs> and you're yes. a believer. I'm a believer. Did yes. you just say it's okay just because like, you're like, we don't talk about I, this? No, I, I, I just, you know... Well, it's it, because it's coming from a, a little two-year-old. It's so she's not gonna make up any stories, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of having fun with that. A very handsome sea captain. So we're, we're delving a little further into it, and we'll see where it ends. I found a picture of a guy that I thought was John Buck, and I shared it with the group, and he was very hot oh. in a Dickensian <laughs> kind of way. Oh, Dickensian. Yes. yes. Yes, so, but no. The big collar. Oh, he looks handsome. Big... Collar. Oh, <laughs> I thought he said something else. It's really, I like a big collar. So we are, we are, you know, deep diving on haunted places today. But really, the topic of the day is shopping. Yeah. Shopping. I since I retired, I don't need anything. It's depressing. I don't really have to go out and buy any clothes. I'm just using up what I have here. Nobody has to go buy any clothes anymore. You're only seen from the waist not. up. Well, but it was I did go up to uh, Kohl's the other day, and it was kind of fun. I haven't done that in, like, years. You love Kohl's. Or, however, uh, uh, you know when Sears went out of business? <laughs> I, this funny is enough. really weird. This is really kind of weird. You know, I went up there one day. Like, everything was, like, 60% off, and I went, oh, my God. Yeah. So I ended up buying... A couple of items, shirts for myself, and uh, put put them in the closet. And then, you know, Sears went out of business, but it was like took months. And and do you know that I saw this same shirts like three months later, forgetting I bought these shirts, and I bought them again. <laughs> and I never. I, I mean, that says something for my taste. That my tastes never change. But I saw. It well, says something for your taste if you're shopping time. at Sears. Well, and it's also but if two, they're if there's how are two they times s- I've done that. still in stock if everything is now sixty percent off? It's kind of amazing. But like you know, then they no get one down else to wants like it. whoa, five dollars or something, and I said I can't I can't pass that up. Bought it again, and I never noticed it until months later when like the two shirts happened to be in the same location. <laughs> like one was in Arlington, one in New Hampshire. I forgot that I had bought it. And I've done that two times. That's was so it from weird. the Kardashian collection? You know, I did learn the terrible uh, your 
Like I've gotten your bad habits because if I see something that's on sale, even if I don't need it or don't like it just because it's on a crazy sale, I will buy it. That's right. But I want you to know that I have evolved. I've gotten myself out of that habit and now I won't buy something unless I really need it. And then I'll because buy it again three months <laughs> later. Buy it, twice. buy it yeah. and what? Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you get a shirt and you get a shirt and you get the same damn shirt. Get the same shirt. Well, you take a picture of these shirts and send them to me. I want to know what these are and I need to know what your taste is because I'm terrified. I am. Very intrigued. I'm thinking Little House <laughs> on the Prairie Chic. I'm thinking... Ooh, ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. I love that show. <laughs> Do you... Am I supposed to be doing anything with the weather? Because oh. I, 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 I don't know. It's you don't want to? It's okay. We don't need we your don't weather need, report. We don't need your weather. Who needs a meteorologist? You just told us about We're, the shirts well, and Sears. We're fine. Sears? You shop at Sears? And then On behalf I would get of like, the Sears family, thank you. Let me tell you yes. what, Sears has gotten more play in this episode. People have said <laughs> Sears more in the last 24 hours. Had we hours. done this a year ago, they wouldn't be close. Uh, you know what? I'm honored to perform in their abandoned parking lot this evening. <laughs> yeah, honored. I think that's kind of, kind of like poetic justice, you know? It's like, ooh, Jan it's kind Jackson. of interesting to see that that's where you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she started at Sears, she ends at Sears. What yes. does that say about me? Yes, although you aren't wearing any Sears clothes, but I sure am. I'm not wearing anything right now. It's an all-nude podcast today. Ew! Oh, we're going to burn God. these chairs. <laughs> good God. Oh, let's not even go there. I will say We've this, though. We've done nudity before. For your, we have done nudity, have, but guess what? We'll That's going to come again. back around again, 100%. That'll come back to haunt yeah, you. What about credit cards? <laughs> like John Buck, it's going to hang around. Do, do we... What? Credit cards. Do you know the one time... When we were, um, uh, we were building the house in New Hampshire, but I, I needed this and I needed that. And before I knew it, my credit card was up to like $10,000. And I, I couldn't believe it. I've never done that before. But I'm not running around in designer clothes, but I kept coming and getting the mail before your father got it because I knew if he saw that he was going to flip out. And I kept waiting for this particular bill to come in, and it just wasn't coming in. And I said, where the heck is it? And I happened to be visiting my sister, and what happened was the bill got stuck in the mailbox on a piece of metal. And he found it. And I can't remember what happened, but he called me and said, don't come home. <laughs> was he working out with that lady from next door again? <laughs> it was Lorraine. I'm, with, I'm leaving you for Lorraine and her lawn. <laughs> Tell me that when you got home, finally, it was dark outside and you came into a dark house and he was just sitting in a corner in a chair and just turned a light on with a chain and be like, where have you been? With the yeah, bill in his hand. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. I said, holy crap. I had been waiting for this bill to come and it was there all the time, but always I didn't happens. see it in the mailbox. Once a cheater, always a and cheater. And he's like, how did you spend $10,000 at Bradley's? <laughs> well, I, I mean, like, you know, how many fucking shirts do you need? <laughs> <laughs> but check, they were only three dollars. You had to buy five hundred of them. I got them in them. every color. <laughs> I needed some four times. I kept forgetting. <laughs> it was it was horrible, and I, I of course, but the both of us were working full time, and so I really aggressively paid it off. 
And so. uh, we got rid of it, and I never let that happen again. Well, this the, has the, been a wonderful accounting podcast. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I am, IRS I am is going to be just waking up. calling us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this illuminating monetary report into the history of our family's spending habits and issues. Yes, yes. I keep forgetting this is going on the air. Good God, yeah, yes. it is. I want to cut this out. <laughs> we might, but we won't. What are you talking about? Why would we do such a thing? <laughs> God, well, help us. So, well, thank anyway. you very much. Um, you've given us more than the weather because apparently you're irked by the weather, which is lovely, by the way. It's fall now. It's yes, apple yes, picking I'm, season. I'm going out to buy some mums. Well, don't okay. let us keep you from mumming yourself. <laughs> Whatever you do, buy them. Forget you bought them. Go back and buy and more. Then go mums. back and get a couple more. Yeah, that's right. yeah all that's the same a, color. That's a little nerve wracking. So I will do what I can. Okay. All well, right. good luck to you. Have a great weekend, you guys. Take care. Bye, Aaron. Bye, Bye mother. Daddy. Bye, mother. Bye. Bye, Jim. Bye. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Okay. Go spend someone's money. If we let the goodbyes go on any longer, only dogs would hear it. I'm up here. <laughs> I'm Are you saying goodbye here? I need you here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my shit. Wow. I wonder what credit card that was because I feel Discover. like when this hat, I was going to say Diner's Club. Oh, there we go. Touche. Diner's Club on ice. Dine- so nice. Diner's Club. Diner's Club. Who loves you, baby? Wasn't that, wasn't <laughs> wasn't that, that the Telly Savalas? I'm telling you, we don't write taglines <laughs> like we used to. No, we, and we direct don't. to camera. Diner's Club. Who loves you, baby? What, I were, loved the, it. what were the taglines for Sears? Come see the softer side of Sears. The, what a terrible tagline. <laughs> but let me tell you what. Slogans are not what they used to be, but Sears' old slogan used to be, Sears, where else? Shut up. No, that, is- that was a slogan. Who came? Thousands of dollars to to Madison Avenue. What have you guys come up with? All right, this is really innovative, everybody. Get in, sit down, grab some coffee and a muffin, and the big reveal. Sears. Where else? What else you got? We also have this one. Sears. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you don't like that one. All right, let's try another one. Sears. Huh? <laughs> That was it. That was it. Do you guys like that one? It's a sound, but if we get a woman to do it. It'll sound like this. Sears. We're okay. Huh? Huh? What do we think? Huh? Anyone? Grab another muffin. (laughs) Wow. I love a good slogan. I really, really do. And we don't do them anymore. We don't have enough good slogans. Along with um, TV show jingles, theme songs. Jingles, theme songs, slogans. This is what is sorely missing. And in 2021, we're going to bring them all back. What's the slogan for Dear Pod? We're okay. Dear Pod. Where else? All right. Come see the softer side of Aaron. Come see the softer side of (gasps) Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We're going right in. Because we've been here forever. We've Instagram mail. This is a slogan. Where else? Come see the softer side of my ass. Well, this week, like all weeks, we answer one, at least, 
Just one. Just goddamn it. That's all we can take. That's all we can handle. That moth report. Just ten thousand dollars. Two versions of each Instagram (laughs) mail uh, that we are doing. So we have one question. Please reach out to us on Instagram at DearPodOfficial with any advice question that you may want featured and answered on air by myself and my lovely sexy co-host Patois O'Brien. So. One question this week, Patty. Give it to the good people. Bonjour. Dear Pod. (laughs) Dear Pod, I am addicted to online shopping. It was bad before the pandemic, but now it's so much worse. I keep buying clothes that I won't wear anywhere. And with the holidays coming up, I feel like I can't say no to a sale. How can I stop myself? Signed, Aaron's mom. Because this sounds exactly exactly like like her. Did you send this to me? (laughs) I keep buying two of every item at Sears. I know that they don't exist anymore. I'm Christmas shopping because it's September. Oh, God. Here we go. How can I stop myself? Dear stop myself. Oh, dear. I've received many a letter regarding compulsive shopping. One woman from Michigan wrote that she couldn't resist buying cat puzzles, and she doesn't even own a cat. Another woman from Sheboygan was addicted to buying jeans. Levi's, Prada, Rag and Bone, Wrangler, Sassoon, Gloria Vanderbilt. It didn't matter. If it was a bargain, she bought it. She ended up with more denim than Justin and Brittany combined at the 2001 American Music Awards. My sources say Diane Keaton has her assistant throw out all catalogs like L.L. Bean, Land's End, J. Crew, Chico's, and Vermont Lezzie's because she simply cannot control herself when she reaches the turtleneck pages. She now has an entire room at her Beverly Hills retreat filled to the brim with turtlenecks of every type and color. Some say it even rivals the gift wrapping room at Aaron Spelling's Uber Mansion in Beverly Hills. How does one curb this habit, especially now that malls are a no-no? I say you keep a journal of all the junk you buy in a week. And be honest. No cheaters here, Burt Reynolds. Every article of clothing, bath bombs, vintage lunchboxes with the cast of Amen on it, a Ronco food dehydrator, talking alarm clock, and the voice of Fran Drescher that says, Oh, Mr. Sheffield, at the stroke of 12. Write it all down and then review it. If looking back on it doesn't make you as sick as waking up and walking in on your parents having SMN sex under the Christmas tree, then you might be too far gone. Sometimes we don't even realize we are buying what we are buying and how much we are spending unless we really look at it. And I mean, really look at it. Stare at it like Kathy Bates in the Love Your Vagina scene from Fry Green Tomatoes. Sometimes you have to put a mirror up to your vagina, or in your case, your shopping list, to move forward and figure things out. If you need to return all the things that you bought, well, that's okay. Although I'm pretty sure you nor Kathy Bates can return that hand mirror that got pretty up close and personal with your flesh wallet. Ew. Good luck. <gasps> Aside from flesh wallet, which will hang in my brain for about two hours, <laughs> that's good advice, which is like, write stuff down and see what kind of crap you're buying. Yep. I may have bought my nephew a drone this week. Whatever. It was okay. his birthday. Sure. But, you know, I need to start keeping logs of things. Like logs? Just in general logs. Just logs. Yes, Yule logs. Yule yog. Yes. Um, Yule yog. Yule yog. Yule yog. Yes, Yule yog is lovely. Yes. Yule yog. Welcome Augustus, to Augustus, get the Yule yog. Yeah. Okay, here's what Anne has to say to our, our addicted friend, a.k.a. my mother. Dear stop, close your laptop and walk away. Oh, but wait, not until you're done reading this reply. Just like with drugs, alcohol, gambling, sex, and eating small pieces of your sofa, you, my dear, have an addiction. And I get it. 
My jewels went through the same thing. The rush he experienced every time he clicked buy now was greater than any orgasm he ever gave himself. I could always tell when he had an online shopping jag. He would come into the living room flushed and smiling. Two days later, a huge box would appear on our doorstep with a new Vitamix, electric toothbrush, a slap chop, and a t-shirt that says you had me at bacon. The act of browsing, clicking purchase, and the anticipation of the delivery sets off gratification centers in your brain that release the same endorphins as crack cocaine, which you can also get delivered from Amazon. There's help groups like Debtors Anonymous that you can go to, but since they're all meeting online, it may not help since you can coast around Macy's.com while you're on a Zoom. So, it's time to suck it up, buttercup, and do some cleaning house on your own. Here's some things you can do right now to help curb the buying beast. One, unsubscribe from all promotional emails. Now, this usually prompts a series of needy ex-emails like, are you sure you want to leave? What can we do to change? And am I prettier than my sister emails? Do like you would with a stage five, five clinger and ignore them. Number two, block internet access to your favorite sites. Just like anti-maskers, what you don't know can't hurt you. Three, delete shopping apps from your phone. Replace them instead with Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify apps for easy access to DearPod instead. Laughs are better than a new melon baller. Four, if it's the act of clicking buy that you crave, disable your credit cards. This way you can go all the way to the end of your purchase and you have a fail-safe put into place. And five, finally, if you must purchase something, Stop yourself on the final page. Walk away and come back five hours later. If you still have the urge to buy, reroute your pages to patreon.com slash dearpodofficial and send us $3 instead. Good luck, dear reader, and thank you in advance for your subscription. Patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. And... Well done. That was almost as aggressive as the Trump signs I, I on people's so. front lawns. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't want to hesitate anymore uh. because I have been looking forward to this since the next um, Go on. specialty cocktail. Oh, I thought you were going to hit me. Oh, I, I am going to hit you with my ring hand as soon as you find out what the next specialty cocktail is. Okay. Specialty cocktail was mm. decided upon... Um, less than 24 hours ago. Oh. And my excitement over this is bubbling over. So we need to go right in right now. Let's go in hard. Let's go, go in, in Go in soft. Get hard. And it's... Then, and get soft again. Time for... Oh. Specialty cocktails. Specialty drink. Don't get hard for me. Just keep it all soft. Everything really is okay. I'm just kind of depressed. This thing doesn't You can drink heavily and won't have sex. Right. Okay. I am so excited and honored. Keep everything far away. Okay. Until I am done reading these tasting notes. Okay. All right. This week's specialty cocktail is Reuniti on Ice. So nice. (laughs) (laughs) From James Jules Ferris. And he wants the listeners to know that he had nothing to do with this. Here is the recipe. One bottle of crappy Reuniti in the red color. 
Shill a bottle oh. in an ice bucket. It is being presented oh. to you like this is a fine champagne it right is. now. Chill a bottle so in an ice bucket. Serve in a wine glass. The act of it sitting on ice is supposed to make it taste nice. Smell the corkscrew. And by cork, I mean uncomfortable metal cap. Here are the tasting notes. You know, sometimes an inside joke goes too far. That being said, this week's specialty cocktail is not episode theme related, but it's featured this week because our two hosts are idiots who are probably laughing like little schoolgirls right now. (laughs) My memories of this wine date back to the 1970s when I used to see commercials of it on TV. When was the last time you drank a glass of wine and the selling point was it's pure and natural? Wow. Get me a corkscrew ASAP. Who gives a crap if this tastes like the undercarriage of Shelly Winter's feet? I read this as Smelly Winter's feet. Same. Did you read this? This stuff is pure and natural. My favorite description of this wine comes from a comment on YouTube under one of the old Reuniti commercials. A poet laureate by the name of Gardner Berry said it best by saying Reuniti was, quote, my first taste of wine at 15. I loved it since it tasted like fizzy grape juice. I drank a whole bottle the first time. The next morning, it was like someone hit me with a rubber mallet and the cat shit in my mouth. End quote. Amen, Gardner. Amen. Reuniti on ice. So So nice. Cheers to you. I'm horrified. I'm fascinated. And we are cheersing. Oh, that was a sound of disappointment. That was the worst cheers ever. It was like, go. Bring it real close to the thing. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> it's a robot. A robot. A robot. You're not ready for what I'm about to say. The cast of the reunited commercials in the other room where they all died in this chair. (laughs) They all died in this chair. The cast of the reunited commercial died in my house and they're still haunting us. And no matter how much I sage them, they won't leave. I've run in mediums and they keep sticking around saying, so nice. That's nice. And the robot voice is really uncomfortable at three in the morning. Okay, I'm going to say something and you're not going to like what I have to say. I like it. (laughs) It tastes good. Tell tell me why you like it. I, because... It does. The guy was so spot on. It tastes like fizzy grape juice. <laughs> it does. How is this alcoholic? And for the record, all the Reuniti commercials make it look like they're all filmed in Italy. This is made in Farmingdale, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, Reuniti. Truth in advertising. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Film this at a Chili's in upstate New York. Um. Sip it again. It's not terrible. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I know if I drank this whole glass, I'd have a headache in about an hour. Like, does it say wine product? Reuniti cutie. I told you that. Reuniti cutie. It's next to a ham sandwich. You're supposed to drink this with a ham sandwich. (laughs) Yes, like 
what's the perfect wine food pairing for Reuniti? I just ham sandwich. Mm, I just went to Subway. I really need some Reuniti to go with that. <laughs> what pairs well with these hash browns? Mm, you know what would go great with the string cheese? Some <laughs> <laughs> you know what these chocodiles are missing? A Reuniti. Oh, nice. <laughs> so nice. You know what I do like about this um, quote unquote wine is when you <laughs> swirl it in your glass, it, it does clings look, to nothing. <laughs> it clings to nothing. And it really looks like you have some grape knee high in a glass. Like yeah. you just, you've just, you've just dressed up fancy in that red dress and put some red lipstick on. Ew! To go sleep yeah, yeah, with yeah. the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you swirl it in your glass. It creates bubbles. <laughs> it's almost like Jim put some soap in the glass before he gave it to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's all that clings to the side. And some The carbonation. There you go. Failure is girl. clinging to the side of this glass. This is really wonderful. Thank you, Farmingdale, New York. Thank you. <laughs> He's so nice. Can you imagine if, like, this is morbid, but we're in a car accident. Okay. And they Wait, they, set the scene. Okay. You and I are probably going golfing or having a salt salad somewhere in deep uh, New Jersey. We've probably insulted someone along the way. Definitely. And we get into a massive car accident. They bring us both into the ER. And we're just about to die. And from behind the curtain, you'll hear this, Are you needy? Oh, nice. And then from the other side, So nice. Beep, beep, <laughs> So no. what did they say? What was their last words? Well, his was so nice. Well, what did she say? Reunidia nice. That was my spec script for Grey's Anatomy. I don't know why I didn't get picked up. I, I don't um, know. It's a crime.